Welcome, everybody, to the Skill Development Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Coach TJ. Season 5, episode number 18. I got a solo show for you today. Basketball season is winding down, so if you're in if you're in middle school, uh, junior high, high school, uh, either your season is coming to an end or it's, or it's already ended. We're, we're in March now, so we're getting ready for, for March Madness and uh, postseason tournaments and conference tournaments and and all these different things is going to be going on. So players are now going to be directing their focus towards AAU, which is what I talked about in my last podcast episode. And uh, they're also going to be putting their focus towards development and getting better. So in this solo episode I have for you, how to get the most out of your skill development this summer. So how to get the most out of your skill development this summer. I have four tips that will help you get get prepared, um, get organized, and be able to attack this summer to the best of your ability so you can get the most out of the summer. Uh, we we want to try to make sure that we can add skills to our game, add layers to our game, get better, skill stack, whatever terms that you want to use. We, we want to make sure that we can get better over the summer. And the best way to do that is to get organized and have a plan and put some stuff together and make sure it all comes together. So I have four tips for you. Again, this episode is on how to get the most out of your skill development this summer. Uh, be sure to stay on after the show. I have some information for you about my book, how to get in contact with me through social media, how to get in contact with me through email, um, and just some other some other little things that we'll talk about real quick. All right, so here it is, season five, episode number 18, how to get the most out of your out of your skill development this summer. So, tip number one. Okay, so the first thing that we have to do is we have to assess our skills. You have to assess your skills. Before we can start, we have to take an honest look at ourselves and our abilities. We all want to be a certain type of player. We all want to have skills that's going to put us on a certain level. We all want to be a certain certain type of player. We want to be this big time uh big time player, but we have to be honest with ourselves. And we have to understand uh our strengths and our weaknesses, okay? We have to understand our strengths and our weaknesses. What is it that we do very well? What is it that we don't do very well? What areas of our game do we need uh help in? Uh, where are the holes in our games? Now, at the same time, we don't want to spend the whole summer just focusing on our weaknesses. We want to continue to keep those strengths strong and even make them stronger. So if you shot, you know, 39, 40% from the three-point line, you know, maybe next year your goal is to shoot around 42, 43%. If you shot 78% from the free throw line, then maybe you want to shoot in the 80s. If you shot in the 80s, maybe you want to shoot in the 90s. So if you are really good at finishing around the rim with your right hand, then maybe you want to add being able to finish really good with your left hand. So we want to look at our strengths and continue to make them stronger. But we also have to look at our weaknesses and see what deficiencies that we have that we can try to eliminate. Now, there's always going to be something in our game that we can improve. Okay, that's a given. But... Um, we have to know where we are. So how do we do this? How do you assess your skills? Well, 
uh, I think one of the best things that you can do is, is talk with a coach, a trainer, um, a mentor, someone that's not going to give you yes, yes, man, or yes, ma'am answers. You, do, you know, if you're the best player in your county or the best player in your town, uh, you don't want somebody just going to be like, oh, man, you know, you just, yeah, you, you good, you good, just keep doing what you're doing. No, you want somebody that's going to be brutally honest with you. And that's a sign of a mature player. A mature player not only tells the truth, but they seek the truth. So if you're in high school and you're a mature player or you, or you, you think you're mature, then you will seek that truth. You'll want somebody in your circle that could be honest with you about your game, where you are, and they're going to push you to continue to strive to get better. So you need to talk with your coach. So if you're a high school high school player, talk to your team coach. Sit down with your coach after the season and say, Coach, what areas of my game do I do very well? What areas of my game do I do not so well? And of those areas that I don't do so well, what are one of three areas or what are one of three skills you think I need to add to my game so I can continue to, to get to where I want to go, wherever that is, whatever your ceiling is. That's very, very important. If you're in middle school, talk to your middle school coach. If you're in junior high, talk to your junior high coach. If you're a homeschool, talk to your homeschool coach. Um, if for some reason, you, you don't talk to your school coach. The next best thing to do is talk to your, to your trainer. If you hire a trainer, talk to them. Get a true assessment from them about areas of your game that you need to improve and areas that need to get better. Now, this is important if you get it from your coach because here, here's how I feel. And this is something I've told parents uh, a lot in the past and even that I tell them now. Um, I have some parents come to me and they say, okay, this is what I see with my kid, but you just do what you want. Um, you know, I, you know, just, you just do what you want. I don't want to tell you what to do. I'm like, no, you, you're, you've seen your kid play more than me. And I know as a parent, you're going to want your kid to play at a certain level. So you're going to be pretty much pretty honest about, about their abilities. For the most part, most parents I've spoken with have been honest about areas of, of their kid's game they need to improve. And so when they come to me and say that, um, I tell them, no, no, I need you to tell me what they need to improve. I can add my bit to it, but I need you to tell me because I need that assessment from somebody. So um, so when you hire a trainer, kids, you should have some type of idea of what you need to improve. And then you can talk with that trainer about, can you help me with these areas? So let's not just hire somebody because they're supposed to be the best trainer in the town or one of the top trainers in the world, you need to be able to work with somebody that can help you reach your objective because summertime is selfish time. So if you're a player and you're trying to get better, you're using the summer um, to work on your skills. So you need to assess your skills. You need to know where you are before you can get to where you're going to go. So the last thing on this, this is the best analogy I can come up with. If I get ready to drive from Arkansas or if I'm getting ready to drive to Chicago, I have to know where I'm starting, right? Because my destination, my trip, my, my roadmap is going to be different. So if I don't know where I'm at and I, I have a GPS, I can't, I can't get a good, good idea of how, how long it's going to take for me to get to my, to my point, to my destination. So if I think I'm in Arkansas, but I'm really in Louisiana, 
then there's going to be some problems going on when I try to get to get to Chicago. Or if I think I'm in Arkansas and I'm in Texas or California. So we have to know where we are when we start this so we can put together an accurate roadmap to help us get to where we want to go. Okay, so four tips on how to get the most out of your skill development this summer. Number one, you got to assess your skills. Number two, once you assess your skills and you know where you are, you have to set a goal. Okay, you have to set a goal. So let's say you assess your skills and the coach says that, you know, hey, you're, you're, you're good at shooting, you're a good defensive player, but you have to get better at handling the ball versus pressure. When you are being pressured, uh, you tend to fold up. You tend to not, you tend to melt. You don't handle it very well. Well, you know, that could be, that could be your goal. Your goal could be, I need to improve my ball handling versus pressure. I need to improve, uh, it could be anything, my weekend development. Uh, but you have to be very, very specific in what your goal is. Goals that you set that say things like, I just want to get better, it's hard to measure that. Goals like I want to become a better shooter is difficult to measure because when it comes to shooting, there are so many different aspects. Do you want to get better at shooting three free throws, finishing at the rim, uh, on the move, off of screens, off the dribble and transition? You know, those are seven different shots that you could actually try to master or get comfortable really good at. So you have to be very, very specific. So when a player tells them they want to become a better shooter, I always ask them, what does that look like? You know, what is it that you're doing? Let's be very, very specific about what it is that we're trying to achieve or attain. So let's not just be let's not just be vague or very general. Let's be very specific. So create your goal, whatever it is. Uh, be, be, be very, very specific. If you want to become a better post player down low, you know, um, you can say, okay, I want, I want to add a post game to my game. And starting off, it could just be, hey, my back is to the basket. I make a couple of moves and a counter move. I want to be able to do that on both sides of the floor. Or it could be I want to catch it on the mid post and be able to open up and be able to jab and, and fake like Carmelo. So you start with one or two moves and you add a counter move. And then each summer, you, you might just add to that. But you got to try to be very, very specific when you're creating a goal. So you want to add one or two skills. Uh, you don't want to try to add four or five or six skills. Three is the max, but I think it's really good to add one or two skills. So I call it skill stacking. You want to add something that's, that's going to complement your ability at this particular point. So if you're a really good shooter, you can come off screens, you can spot up. Uh, you know, you understand how to relocate off of penetration and you, you, you know how to get in the line of the sight, line of sight of the, of the ball handler, but you're not good at creating off the dribble. So a, a skill to complement that is to being able to shoot off the dribble, not necessarily get in and make moves like Steph or Kyrie, but, you know, more like a Clay Thompson, you know, Clay can, can get to his spots, catch one or two dribbles, Attack to close out one or two dribbles, pull up and shoot. So that might be something that you add to your game. So now you just complemented the ability to, to create off the dribble because the defense know you're such a good shooter, they're going to close out hard on you. Okay. So we got to be very, very specific 
with what it is that your goal or objective is for the summer. Don't be vague. Don't be, oh, I just want to get better. It's hard to measure that. And then once you create those goals, there are different ways you can go about doing it. I won't really, you know, I'm going to try to keep this short today. But these are some of the things I feel like if you, you have to do before you even get on the court. Before you even start doing your skill development, um, you got to assess your skills, know where you are. Then you got to come up with a goal or an objective that you want to meet over the summer. And then the third thing is you got to create a plan. Okay, you got to create a plan. How will you get from where you are to where you want to go? So just like that analogy I was using just a minute ago, how can I get from Arkansas to Chicago? So last year I attended the the Junior NBA Youth uh, Basketball Leadership Conference. So I put in my address from from my home. I put in the address of the hotel that was in Chicago, a couple of seconds, it populated a plan. It told me what I need to do, where I need to go. Um, it showed me my destination. It showed me my route to get to Chicago. And it told me about how long it was going to take. Okay. That's the same thing. It's the same thing in skill development when you create a plan. Where, where are you? And you find it out by assessing Assessing your your skills and your ability, your game. And then you have a goal. Okay, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to get to. I want to be able to do these one, two, or three skills. So now let's create a plan that can help me get from point A to point B. Okay. So what is it going to take? About how long is it going to take for me to get from where I'm going to where I want to go? Okay. So here's some things you got to think about when you're putting your plan together. How often are you going to work out or train? Okay, and there's a difference between those two. There's a space for both of them, uh, but there's a difference between working out and training. I've talked about that in the past. You know, a workout is more random. Um, don't really have a specific goal, and when you're training, you have a specific goal, uh, but you can have a good workout within a training session, okay? So, and what I mean by that is your goal could be to um, improve your weekend and you may work out with some with a guy that has like larger groups, workouts. You're not really getting a lot of individual attention, but you're working out with that person. But then you're also doing some some training or development on your own or with uh, with a parent that's going to really help you develop your your left hand, okay? But anyway, how often will you will you train? Are you doing this two days a week, three days a week? Is it five days a week? How long are you going to train? Are you going to go, um, you know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour, hour and a half? Typically speaking, I think uh, a good sweet spot, and this, this sounds a wide, sound like a wide range, but if you're by yourself, I think 45 minutes to an hour and a half is is plenty. Really, 45 minutes to about an hour. I think if you go in with a purpose and you have a plan, you know what you're going to do, I think you can see a lot of strides in 45 minutes to an hour. I think when you start getting over an hour and 15, hour and a half, then it kind of becomes one of those things like you're just there just to say, I put in work. 
uh, but it's got to be purposeful. Okay, so you you know you got to figure out how often and how long you're going to train. Then you got to figure out are you going to hire a trainer? Okay, are you going to go to group training or group workout sessions? Um, so these are some of the things that you got to think about. Are you going to work out or train by yourself? Are you going to do it with your mom or dad? Are you going to hire somebody? Does your AAU coach do it? Does your does your school team have open gym during the summer and, and the coach gives you workouts to do? Like you have to figure these things out because you have to all this has to plays a role in your development. Okay, so here's something to remember. If you're training by yourself, you have to get in game reps. If you're training with a with a skill development coach, it's in a one-on-one setting. You have to get in game reps. And game reps doesn't have to be a formal game. It doesn't have to be a five-on-five with referees and you have on a uniform. Game reps could be pickup ball. It could be three-on-three. It could be two-on-two. You can find somebody at the local gym and play one-on-one. But you have to get game reps. So you have to take what you're learning in your private one-on-one sessions and try to apply it against a live defense, a, a unscripted live defense. And what I mean by that is sometimes when we when we have training sessions, a, a, a coach will progress. They'll do dummy defense. They'll do guided defense. And then, um, then they'll just do unscripted live. So let me explain this real quick. I know I'm kind of getting off. Uh, so dummy defense will be, you know, let's say you have two players in the corner, one on offense, one on defense. The offensive player runs to the wing. Defensive player runs to the wing. Offensive player catches it, catches a pass. They rip it. They go to the basket. They shoot a layup. Dummy defense would be I'm running with you on the catch. You drive it. I stay with you. I just want you to know that there's a there's a body there. Okay. Dummy defense. Okay. Um also, dummy defense could be that same player, those same two players could cut to the wing, and on the catch, the person could shoot it, right? They could shoot it. Guided defense um, will be more of I'm guiding you to make a decision. You're either going to catch it and shoot it, or you're going to catch it and drive it. Or it could be you're going to catch it and drive it, or you're going to catch it and pass it, Okay. It's guided. I'm guiding you to make one of those two decisions. Okay. And then live unscripted is it's just live. Okay. You the offensive player has to make the right read. It's the the defense is unpredictable. So we have to get a lot of those reps. Okay. So you got to get those game reps. And that could be again pickup ball. You can find a rec team or a rec league you can play on during the summer. You could play AAU or travel ball. Um, but if you find a, a team to play on, I talked about selecting an AAU team in my last podcast. Here's something that's very important. If you find a team to play on this summer, that team that you play on must allow you to do the things that you're working on. So this is something I tell a lot of, a lot of kids, Arkansas here in Arkansas, we have a bunch of small towns. Okay. We don't have a bunch of big you know, 100, 200,000 uh, uh, 
populated, you know, cities or areas. So we have a bunch of small towns, uh, rural areas. So what happens is you may have a kid at 6'3 or 6'4 and he plays the center position at his high school at some of the smaller schools. So he's 6'4 and he and he's playing the post. Well, he may come to me as a ninth grader and say, oh, I'm a post player. And, I, and the first question I ask him is, do you want to play beyond high school? Oh, yeah, 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 I want to play in college. And I say, well, if you want to play in college, unless you grow like another four or five inches, you're not going to be a post player. You're going to play out on the wing, right? At 6'4", at some Division One colleges, you will be a point guard. So it just kind of depends on your skill set. But at 6'4", in high school, you may be a post, but to transition to the next level, you got to be able to play on the perimeter. So what, what I would do is I would start working with that player on their perimeter skills. And they will play during the summer. And what I would tell them is you have to find a team that you can play for this summer that's going to allow you to handle the ball and play out on the perimeter. Maybe not the whole game, but there, there have to be different, different spots and different points in the game where you can work on these things and develop these skills because if you're wanting to play at the next level, you're not going to be able to play it or you'll have a much harder time playing it as an undersized center at six, three and a half, six, four. Okay. So you have to find a team that's going to help you develop. Sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean that those coaches are taking you under their wing and, and training you or, or developing you, but they're helping you develop by allowing you to play in a different position. Okay, so we got to make sure to do that. All right, so how to get the most out of your skill development this summer. Number one, we got to assess your skills. Number two, you got to create a goal for the summer. Number three, you got to create a plan. And then number four, you have to get feedback some way, somehow, from somebody, somewhere. Okay, you have to get feedback. And you can get feedback by finding a coach, a trainer, a mentor, somebody that can give you feedback recently on on facebook a a, a mentor of mine was was uh has been selected to be in uh in our high school hall of fame um he's a m- much older gentleman than than i am but when when i was in high school actually before i was in high school when i was in like middle school i used to always go to the gym and try to play with these guys and when i would play the first thing they would allow me to do is throw the ball in and go stand in the corner. That was it. Stand in the corner, be ready to shoot. When I got a little bit older, they would let me dribble to half court. But it was dribble to half court, make a pass, go stand in the corner. And then as I got to high school, they started kind of letting me trying to break people down off the dribble. Um, so it was a it was a development process. But every time I played, every time I played this particular individual. And in others, but this particular individual will always tell me something. He will always coach me. He will always tell me, you can't do this. You can't do that. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? We didn't need that shot. You got to stay close to him. You, you should have shot a floater here. Look, and, you know, when the game is over with, he pulled me to the side and said, look, this is what you got to understand. You got to do this. You got to do that. And a lot of times I would be like, I would get so, sometimes I would get frustrated just being honest. I'm like, man, every time we play, this dude is coaching me like, God, dog, <laughs> you know, I would just get, I would just get upset. But when I got older, got into college, I started realizing some of the things that he was telling me and how I applied to my game. And now that I'm older, um, I see, I really could see, and, and I appreciate it then, 
But now that I'm older and I'm playing and I'm, I'm trying to help some of these other kids and the younger generation, I, I see what he was doing. Um, so uh, we got to find a mentor to give us some type of feedback. OK, if you if you're hiring a trainer, they should be giving you feedback on how you're progressing and, and how you're doing. Um, you know, if if you're if your school team is playing in camps, then you need to get that feedback, you know, from your from your coach. If you're training by yourself, one way you can get feedback is to track your shots. So you might say, OK, I'm going to shoot. Um, starting out, I may shoot 10 pull up jumpers and I'm going to keep track of how many I make. Um, and you can do that specifically by spot. You can do that uh, different areas of the floor or you can just do them randomly. Me personally, this is what I did when I was in college. When I was in college, I had me a notebook and I would go and I would draw the court and I would put um, uh, the number 10 and I would put a slash over the 10 and I would keep over how many how many I would make from that particular spot. So it might be uh, one dribble pull up going right. Now, I was. I was obsessive. So I did 10 shots going both directions. And I had to make at least seven or eight out of 10 or I would do it again. Okay. And my workouts when I was in college were a lot of reps, reps after rep after rep after rep after rep. So I would do reps in the morning. And then in the evening, I would go back and play. And then that would be me giving myself feedback. Because I kind of, I've always had this kind of coach mentality, but I didn't know I was coaching myself. Because I could do something in a pickup game and then realize, okay, I need to go back and work on this. And then I would go back and work on it until I got to a point where I felt like, you know, I was doing it really well. Okay, but you got to give yourself some type of feedback. So if you could track, you can track your shots. That's another one. Um, and then, like I just said, you can evaluate your play against other players. So if you play on the summer team or a rec team and you're getting ready to play, try to guard the best player and then measure yourself up against that person, up against that player. And, and you can tell the respect you get from that person by the way they play you. OK, so here's something that you could do if you're not really respected or if they think that they're too good for you, then they won't, they won't really guard you. But if you, if you do well enough to where they feel like they have to guard you all the time or keep you from shooting, then you've earned their respect. So try to guard the best player, try to be guarded by the best player, go at the best player, you know, and that's the only way you can measure. So even if they're better than you, even if you're a sophomore or you're in eighth grade, and you're playing against the best player on the high school team, or if you're playing against the, one of the best uh, local college players, measure yourself against them so you can see if you're on the right track or if you are way behind where you need to be. But those things are those things are good uh, for you to be able to do. All right, so let's wrap this thing up. Uh, how to get the most out of your skill development this summer, I gave you all four tips. Number one was assess your skills. Before we can get to our destination, we have to know where we are. Number two, create a goal for the summer. 
you know, be specific. What is it that you want to do? What areas do you want to improve? Number three, you have to create a plan. How are you going to get from point A to point B? For me to go from Arkansas to Chicago, I have to create a plan and know which way I'm going to go, which route I'm going to take. Uh, number four, you got to give some type of feedback, whether it's a mentor, whether it's a trainer, whether it's a coach, whether it's your parents, or you could record, you know, you could use video. I didn't mention that, but you could use video, um, but you got to get some type of feedback to continue to always assess how you're doing and if making sure that you're on the right track. So if you do those four things, I feel like if you do those four things, then you will get the most out of your skill development for this summer. Okay, you get the most out of your skill development for the summer. Now, I uh, I do consulting. So if you're a player, if you're a coach, and you need help with something like this, if you need help with putting together a plan, if you need help with, you know, uh, maybe, you know, putting the whole thing together, which direction should you go? You know, how can I get an assessment? All these different things that can really help you for this upcoming summer. Don't be afraid to reach out to me. You can send me an email at info at tjonesfirm.com. That's info at tjonesfirm.com. I'd be more than more than happy to help you. Um, it's a great opportunity to get better. You know, it's it's March. You got April, May, June, July, and actually part of August. So you've got a good five months almost a half a year to get ready for basketball next season. And I know the season just ended. We're already talking about next season. Um, but that's why I say in April, because I feel like if, if your season is over with now, you probably need to take some time. Cause I know a lot of you are going to be playing AAU. A lot of kids going to be playing AAU. So you need to take some time and get away from the game, relax, rest your body. Um, if you have any nagging injuries, you know, get those taken care of. Um, and make sure your body is where it needs to be because we don't want to have injuries. You don't want to have injuries later on in the, in the year, in the calendar year or in the, or in the summer uh, because your, your body is not properly resting. OK, so uh, send me an email. Also, I'm on social media. Uh, you can look for me on Twitter and on uh, Instagram. My, my handle is at NBNBball. That's at NBN. B-ball. Be sure to check me out. Send me a direct message if you if you want to connect with me uh, or if you have a question or if you need some you need some help or some guidance in it. But if it's something really long, if you're going to send me a long paragraph, uh, just just shoot me a shoot me an email. Um, also, my book, the skill development playbook is out. It's been out for about a year. You can find it on Instagram. I'm sorry, not Instagram. Amazon. <laughs> you can find it on Amazon. Um, if you, if you search skill development playbook, it's $9.99 for the paperback and it's $3.99 for the, uh, Kindle version. If you go to my website, tjonesfirm.com forward slash SDP hyphen book, you can find the book on my website and testimonials from different coaches, former NBA coaches, USA basketball coaches, former division one and, and current division one coaches and some high school coaches. Uh, if you go to tjonesfirm.com forward slash SDP hyphen book, all the information is on there. The book is $9.99 for a paperback and $3.95 for the PDF version. Um, the book is 10 pages. I'm sorry, 10 chapters. I'm tripping. 10 chapters, 78 pages. 
A lot of great info in there. It's not a drill book. It doesn't give you a whole bunch of information on drills, but it just talks about the things that you need to know when it comes to putting together a really good skill development uh, program. So that is it. I appreciate everybody. Y'all be sure to subscribe. Um, share this with as many people as possible. I'm just trying to spread the game, give back to the game as much as possible as I can. Um, I know it could be difficult at times. And um, so I'm just trying to help out as many people as I can. So that is it. And until next time, thank y'all. God bless.